<laughs> All right, everyone. Welcome to the Life According to Adeshale podcast. I'm your host, Adetokumbo Adeshale. We have with us here today, Corinne Verada. I keep wanting to say it in like a Spanish accent. I am so sorry. Don't See, I that. knew I should work on my Italian. That was one of the languages I wanted to pick up. I have an Italian book so that I can pick up the language. Please say your name for me because I keep throwing it into a random Spanish title. But you know, Italian, Spanish, Romance languages too. It's related. It. But I'm screwing it up, guys, and I apologize. Seriously, how long my name is. So please go ahead. It's Corinne Ferrara. There we go. And you are the owner of Sugar Mama's Bakery and Chocolatier. Which is amazing. We also have with us. Somewhere in the distance there. Way, what, far away from the microphone, we have Nikita Martina. Folks, I think this is going to be a great podcast for you to listen to. We get to talk about food, chocolate, baking, family, legacy, and and the important life lesson of, of playing and playing on a regular basis. So I hope you enjoy it, and we'll get right to it. Let's go. is a sugar mama and an owner. And when I say that, I mean that she's the owner of Sugar Mama's Bakery and some other word I can't say. Chocolatier. Yeah, I can't say that word right now. Bakery and Chocolatier. Viz, stop looking at me. That's also Nikita's video game player name is Viz. I I call her that sometimes. I don't don't know because she keeps looking at me weird. I'm sorry, (laughs) y'all. Like, we we really had a serious thing going here. You refuse to say Chocolatier. But then get mad when people refuse to say it that they can I'm just being silly. I can say chocolatier. What's the difference? I can say chocolatier. But you know what? My eyesight's not that good. So I was really kind of looking at that. I can't really make out the letters Damn. or the card. Because I'm looking at business card. I'm like, chocolate. Chocolatier. Okay. okay. And I want it for everyone to be over here. Okay. Sorry, listeners. We really do got podcasts. We really got stuff to talk about. So, so we are at Roscoe's, where they serve beer, food, wine, and my favorite thing, and this is my favorite thing, pastries. And Corinne is the person that makes delicious pastries. Well, thank you. Oh, you are more than welcome. Actually, I'm going to talk very briefly about one of my favorite pastries, and then we're going to ask Corinne all about why she got into baking and making tasty food and starting this business and lessons she learned from life. I'm making, you all can't see this right now, but I'm making very big hand gestures and I'm being teased at my hand gestures. That's life, you know, it is sometimes, whatever. Sometimes emotions take more than words. You gotta yes. get your body into it. Yes, your whole body. This is a lived experience, okay? All right, give me one second. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm back. Because <laughs> literally my back is right to the bakery. So that I don't try to buy more goods <laughs> than I should be having at this point in time. So, one of my favorite things is this delicious coffee cake here. It's in a little plastic wrap, and protecting it. And then it's in like your usual muffin thing. And it has like glazed icing on it and it looks like honey. And it's beautiful. And it's beautiful because it's physically beautiful, but it also tastes amazing. The first time that I had it, I just was like, oh my God, this is amazing. I'm, I'm being honest here. 
And then I had one that was freshly made and I started to tear up because it's like the best <laughs> pastry I ever had in my life. I'm about to tear up talking about it. Y'all can't see this right now, but I'm literally I'm staring at the pastry because it's amazing. That's actually, this particular one is based off of a memory of my grandmother's coffee cake. So that really? one that you chose is actually means something to me. Um, my grandma, uh, we lost her quite a few years back, but before she lost both of her legs, she was a baker. Oh. And that's what, anytime we went to grandma's house, she would get into her freezer and pull out, she'd have just, she had a giant freezer in the basement filled with everybody's favorite things, and she knew exactly what she wanted. So she'd buy the ice cream tubs of ice cream. Not for the ice cream, she wanted the tub. So she'd but make the, her. Well, I mean, she'd make, she'd make all the grandkids eat the ice cream and then save the oh, tub. Oh, oh. Good job. Um, she, had like, she had about 20 grandkids. So. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> well, half of those were me and my siblings. I have 11 siblings. So there's, I didn't know that. Yeah, I have 11 yeah. siblings. Um, yeah. Half of them would be the half of my not grandma's mother's <laughs> And uh, she always knew everybody's favorites and had it labeled in the freezer. So every time my dad came over, she'd have a pan of this coffee cake. Not this exact. Well, I mean, it's pretty close to the recipe. It's close as I can remember it. Wow. It's a purse has, depending on who it was for, my dad's always had nuts. Because he liked nuts. So he had the, the coffee cake with the nuts. Yeah. And then she'd have uh, oatmeal raisin cookies oh, in I'm sorry, an ice cream tub. I'm sorry. Mm. Um, marked. Wow. I love you. I for love whoever it, it was sorry. for. Or then yeah. she'd have the oatmeal cookies with no raisins for Uncle Mark. Okay. Labeled on it. And so whenever you came over, she'd have a pan or a bucket or whatever with your favorite stuff that she sent home with you. Oh my God. That is amazing. And it was funny because she had this recipe drawer. I don't even know what happened to all these recipes. But at any point in time, and it looked like chaos. It was just a drawer with all of these recipes tossed into it. Any point in time you could ask Grandma for a particular recipe, she'd open the drawer, lift up the pile, pull out the one she wanted. I don't know how she did that. Oh, it's magic. Grandma was magic. Magic. Food magic. There might be a thing called food magic. This might be a thing. I'm starting to feel that way. So your grandmother is the original maker of this tasty uh, delight. She's the one that we called her Grandma's Coffee Cake. And uh, that's what I remember from her making. Wow. But... Well, thank you for sharing the memory. Maybe that's why it tastes so good. I think I, I really do think there's something special when people put like their heart and mind into making food. Like, now, I she think always it made it better. in a pan, so it was always yeah. a giant pan of it. These are just the small muffin versions so that you can take a small little bite home with you. So are you able to make oh, yeah. giant pan I versions? could sell it by the pan, yeah. Okay. If you ordered a pan of it. Sorry, y'all. I uh, like I said, I really, <laughs> I really like yeah. these. So, your eyes, you know. your eyebrows went straight up. You're yeah. like, oh, I can order a pan. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. yeah. So that's that's gonna happen. I'll see if I can take a picture and post post it on Instagram for you all to see. Um, but that's awesome. So, did your interest in baking come from your grandmother? I'd say probably be a combination of grandma and, and, and my mom. Okay. Uh, my mother owns Fetcher's Panache Catering and Cakes. Owns what? Fetcher's Panache. That's my maiden name. Fetcher's Panache. Okay. Fetcher. And uh, she's been decorating cakes since before I was born. And we always, she had a, a thing where you had to try at least one new recipe a week. Huh. She had a lot of kids. It was every two years. Well, you said 11, right? I have 11 That's siblings. Goodness. 
she had a she had a new baby every two years. And so we had we were in the kitchen a lot, like the military, I guess, on, as far as shifts and duties. Yeah. We had KB, KP duty. You had your also had the porter who's responsible for dishes and stuff. And then um, each quarter of the year, so for three months out of the year, you'd be responsible for a particular part of the meal. And now it changed. And we all shifted our you rotate. assignments. Rotated assignments. Nice. So you'd spend three months where you get to be the baker and dessert maker, which we made all our own bread from scratch, including we had a grinder. We would grind our own wheat. And uh, then you got to play around and make different desserts. And then the next quarter, you'd be responsible for the main course. And she always had it planned out. Like, she had a recipe drawer, or only hers was organized within an inch of its life. My mother's big on lists. Okay. And color coding. She was, a, li- right. she was a librarian. Really? Yes. Oh. So everything is very organized. And yet, if you ask her where a particular recipe is, she probably does not know where it is. That's That's <laughs> so there's two different extremes there. Okay. Um, but then we'd also, she always had, like, Monday meals planned out, Tuesday meals planned out, Thursday meals planned out, and she had the recipes for that week clipped together yeah. with a paper clip, and so you'd know if it was your responsibility to do, let's see, it was breakfast and desserts. Oh, you gotta be careful with the table. Sorry. Oh, you're I'm fine. Ready. No, I appreciate you're animated, but uh, this thing is super, super sensitive. Super sensitive. I'm hitting yeah, the table. Yeah, super sensitive. But we can speak up here, even though I got cheese for oh, speaking yes. with my hands in the speak air. We, we can here. speak up here. So we... We got to try a lot of new, different recipes. Yeah. And then with the catering business getting opened up, You're, me being your mom's, my caterers, mother's right? catering business. Um, I actually went to a lot of seminars and classes with her on how to, huh. you know, entrepreneurship. Were you like a kid business. when you went to this? Like, I, when, I don't know. When I was a teenager you, at that okay. point. That's I was a teenager. How I met uh, Corinne at the Innovation Center. Oh. That was actually after. That was when I was uh, working at Olympian Candies. I went to co- I moved out, went to college, and then ended up moving north for a couple of years. Came back, started working at Olympian Candies. Olympian and, Candies? Mm-hmm. You've had their stuff, right? Yeah. Amazing. It is amazing. And uh, they're closed now. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're closed now. Uh, my sister and I both worked there for a few years, and that's where I fell in love with chocolate. They had they had amazing chocolates. And I got to go... Still not... Still not as good as this um, beautiful coffee cake here. Um, high up there, very high. But I love baking. I love inventing new things. But my real passion, what I really love, is chocolate. Chocolate. I love to do the chocolates. Oh. Yes. Hence the word chocolatier, which mm-hmm. I can say. I can't do a lot of it right now because I only have this case. I don't have really a lot of room, and I don't have a lot of kitchen space right now. Yeah. But when I get into my own location, I will have a chocolate cafe. So, in terms of case, so because they our our viewers or listeners won't be able to see it, I didn't I didn't set up my phone to to video record this, but I don't know how to describe that. Um, it's just a, a refrigerated bakery case. Yeah. Um, what is that? Like three feet. Yeah. And there are coffee cakes. Is those espresso dark espresso? Yep, chocolate covered coffee beans, uh, peanut butter fudge. We've got some cupcakes in there right now. Um, cookies. Cranberry apple, and then I've got a stand over that rack with cookies in them. It is your, uh, both of your favorite cookies right now. The dark chocolate espresso cookies and the vanilla chai shortbread. Those are like the best. So when I was at the police academy, I just ordered up a whole bunch of uh, chocolate espresso cookies. Because we couldn't drink <laughs> in the classroom, 
Um, but like we couldn't drink coffee, we could drink water. So I needed caffeine. So I bought, I don't know how many I brought. A dozen. A dozen, I brought a dozen. And they were delicious. And people just teased me like, man, where are you coming to all these like baked goods from? I'm like, shh, be quiet. Don't worry about where I got these from. Just know I got them. <laughs> and don't let anyone see. So I was, I was hooked up. You had to like sneak and eat it? Oh yeah, I had to sneak and eat it. I snuck and ate every doggone cookie I could. Because actually dark chocolate can, it, it helps you study and helps yeah. you learn. It helps you retain information while you're studying. Yeah, Ooh. and those moments when you want to cry because people have been yelling at you all day. It helps too. <laughs> there it you helps go. a lot. It's comforting. Yes, yes it is. So, Olympian chocolate, so way back, watch your grandma. Mm-hmm. Then, oh, I got a whole bunch of siblings. Which are you like middle? I'm the second. Pack? Second. Oh, goodness. Mm-hmm. I got a whole bunch of little bratty siblings. I'm joking. They probably weren't. I don't know if they were. Now, you don't have to comment on that. You know, <laughs> don't comment. But little siblings, you know, like, oh, we got a whole bunch of these. We got cook. Then, oh, mom's open a, um, a rest- not restaurant, catering. catering. Helping her, going to classes. They actually have a food truck now. I don't know. I've never been a part of the food truck. Oh, but, they have. Um, they have Sentos at the farmer's market. Mm-hmm. Oh. Farmer's Market. Visit your local farmer's market. If you have one, it's good stuff. So, you decided to... Well, initially, my sister and I were going to go into business together, and we were going to um, take over Olympian Candies. Okay. Um, that didn't work out the way we planned, and then my sister moved on. She actually just uh, moved farther away. And then, I, I, I've always wanted to own my own, my own company. Yeah. I've really wanted to start my own business. Part of it is I have two beautiful little girls. Yeah. And I want to have them with me. I want to see them. I want to yeah. be around them. And I want them to I just have a family business and, and work yeah. together with me. So still working as the kitchen manager at Roscoe's, because yeah. I need money, and I have to build. Yeah, money. How about that? Do I you know, all right? need money? I, I, do you need money, Keto Martina? I always um, need money. <laughs> but she always needs money. Sugar Mama's is what I want our future to be. That's yeah. where I want it to go, and I want to open the chocolate cafe and try all these new things. Try, like my mother always said, try a new recipe every week. Got to try oh. something different every week. Nice. Right? I like that. See, I always figure if I ever had a restaurant, I would want to have some kind of diner. And have a diner which certain certain days is like the chef just chooses what you eat. Like, you just come in, sit down, and it's like, all right, you want right. to eat. Plus, you know, you let them know your dietary restrictions yeah, you, beyond that. You can do that here. I have customers who come in and be like, Corinne, make me something. And I'm just be like. Really? Is that, yeah. You can set me some restrictions if you want, like no cheese or I'd like zucchini today. I'll make you something. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. Duly noted. Mm-hmm. Duly noted. Looks like you're about to say something there. Just thinking like, how do you get? How, how do you think you were getting those? Uh, what's it called? Um, simple minds with like spinach and like jam. Well, because I mentioned one thing about, you know, we're just going to keep rolling with this. You know, it's not the norm, but there's artiste in the house. So now I know that's that's what it is about the food thing. You know, I think it's really wonderful. And I remember I had to speak up louder because we, we don't have the Yeti mic with us today. We actually have the Blue Raspberry. Blue Raspberry is a great microphone. It's portable. It's light. 
Okay, oh. I have to ask, what's, what's the Michael for? It's just club soda. Um, <laughs> the uh, morning crew got bored and had pictures of the office all over the restaurant. Yeah, it's part of Roscoe's flair. <laughs> I love the office. Oh, yeah. The office <laughs> is pretty awesome. The office is pretty awesome. I love it. Uh, what was I saying here? Oh, yeah. The uh, Blue Raspberry doesn't have the ability to take sand from all angles as easily as the uh, Yeti because it has different options. But it's portable, and I'm working with my iPad. So, yeah, that's what we're doing. Anyways, going back to the original question I was going to ask was, or a statement I was going to make, that's awesome that you want to work alongside your daughters and have that time. I think that is perhaps one of the best things about being an entrepreneur in whatever fashion the entrepreneurship takes is the ability to perhaps have family members be a part of that. Because, I mean, most people spend most of their day time at work. I mean, if you're working like two jobs or you're working overtime with doing the equivalent of two jobs most of your time is away from family so being to have something this this is how I take it tell me what you think and tell me what you think um, how I take it is having that business allows you to be independent uh, you get what you earn right yeah you get what you earn you have some options hard work but you get what you earn you get to have Freedom. You get to be your own boss with all the difficulties with that, but also with the same freedom saying, hey, if I want to make more money, I'm, I'm going to work towards it. If I want to have my family a part of that, I can invite them versus the restrictions that work and have. I like the idea. Um, when I think about entrepreneurship, I think instead of trading time uh, and, and experience for money, you know, like it's actually going to be experiences useful or experiences you'd like to have. I work for the government, and like all the. Nikita the, got a new job, by the way, folks. We'll have an update about that later. What? Uh, Last time you were on this podcast, you were with the Innovation Center. Oh yeah. Well, now I work for the government, and I've got a crap ton of experience with the government, but it doesn't net me anything, and I could care less about it when I leave at five o'clock. <laughs> but if I had been spending the eight hours a day working on a business with my family, you know. That would be a much more rewarding experience. So I'm trading. Say eight hours. You're cute. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <yeah. laughs> no. Uh, I currently work about 10, 11 hours a day. You um, say 10 or 11 hours? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, about 10 or 11 hours a day. Um, which is part of why I want, like, I've worked for a lot of small businesses for most of my life anyway. I was just always been a big part of my life. So almost all of the jobs I've had I had um, I worked for a small financial company locally owned then I worked for Beach's Toy Station family owned toy store um, Ellery's Ice Cream family locally owned ice cream store Roscoe's Coffee yeah. there's only two of them they're right here and the owners live above the store yeah, yeah. that's what I want to do though like is I want to live like they like they used to is you lived in your place of business, yeah, and uh, I think that is really cool. I mean, it, you're not just put—it's not putting your money where your mouth is. It's putting your home and, and your heart and everything into your passion. Yeah, I'm down with that. I'm down with that. You know, it's—it's it's your passion. I think. 
who was it? It might have been Les Brown or or Robert Kiyosaki or someone. But they, they said, and you were saying this earlier, Nikita, um, you know, when you when you work for someone else, you're exchanging your time. Maybe I said something this stuff. Your time, but more important, your time, which is very important. We can't get it back. But you're exchanging your gifts, your talents, your best resources for someone else's dream. And I thought about that, and that that's sad. With that's been sitting with me for like several years. It's like even jobs that I find to be great are helping the world, huh? Probably was Les Brown. Uh, that's I would prefer to spend that chasing my own dreams, you know. And even the dreams align my my personal dream and the dream of the company. The reality that I've learned. Um, is that that doesn't mean the company's gonna keep you forever. Like one of my first jobs uh, after school, I got downsized from. It's working in education, I got downsized. Like, oh crap, well there goes doing that work, you know, but your own business, I feel like, yes, you, you know, you could go out of business, but you can control some elements of that. You can work towards keeping that. You're not just gonna fire yourself. Unless you're going to give it to another fan. Like, all right, I'm done. I'm out. I'm out. Game over. So, anyways, those are my thoughts. Um, so, tell me this. What advice would you give people who are new to baking and cooking? People such as myself, or anyone, really. I don't know how to bake, y'all. But, you know, some there are some people who, there are a lot of people who don't have the skills that you have in terms of making taste things. And there are also many, many more people who just don't know how to cook. Well, YouTube is your friend. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. Told y'all, she's busy. It's okay. YouTube's your friend. Um, it shows you how things are supposed to look each step of the way versus just reading a recipe, which is important. Okay. Um, do it over and over again. Try a new recipe every week. Try a new recipe every week. I cannot emphasize nice. enough how much that meant to me growing up. Because you got to keep trying new things. Don't fall into a rut. Yeah. Has that been a, a life lesson for you? Yeah. I say that doesn't just doesn't just fall under baking or cooking or anything. That's try something new every week. Not as, it doesn't have to be a new recipe. Just try something new. Try tasting something new. Um, find an ingredient that get you excited and try a million different recipes just based on that one that's how the the black cocoa yeah the dark chocolate espresso yeah. cookies i discovered black cocoa oh and i tried a oh. bunch of different recipes and uh, ended up with inventing that one just having fun playing with that particular ingredient sometimes you can create a whole recipe just around one particular ingredient um just play Nice. Play, y'all. That's that's a lesson for bacon. If you're not having fun, you're not doing it right. That's some sage wisdom. Oh, hold on. We got a loud grinder in the background. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, there goes the blender. It's okay. We are at a coffee shop. That's a part, part of what happens. So, sugar mamas. What all is sugar mama doing these days? And what are any things that are coming up? The world of sugar mamas. You got any new recipes you're trying out? Um, Are you catering anywhere? Because the world has yet to fully meet sugar mamas. Still building. Still building up. 
got some personal stuff I'm trying to clean up so I can, like I said, my plan is to get into my own building, open a chocolate cafe. Right now it's just filling the case here at Roscoe's, yeah. fill the counter at the depot at Roscoe's with cookies, and I do private orders. Um, Which are delicious, just remember, because that's what I get. So, the baskets. And the I baskets? Do, yeah. What's this about baskets? I do gift baskets. Oh. Um, I actually sell to Lingle. Okay. Not, what are they now? Coldwell Bank. Coldwell Lingle. What's Lingle? Uh, real estate. Yeah, oh. Realtors. one in town. They, uh, they use my baskets for, my gift baskets of goodies oh. for closing gifts. So new people that come into town, wow. they get a Sugar Mama's welcome basket. Welcome nice. to Richmond. Nice. Oh, that's and a then, good connection. Uh, yeah, I, I'll do custom baskets, give me a price range, or mention a few things you want in it, and I can build you a gift basket. Fantastic. So, what is your favorite thing to bake? Whatever new thing I'm working Whatever on. Whatever new thing you're working on. I'm okay, I love Once I kind of, I spent about a month doing those, the vegan gluten-free fudge cupcakes. Yeah. Just to get the texture right. And I don't think, just because you have dietary restrictions, that you should have to sacrifice flavor. Um, I wanted it to be right, to taste good. Yeah. But once I got the recipe right, I'm kind of like, okay, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> new recipe time. So I still make them. I still fill the case for them because we have people that will come through and, and if we don't have them, they just kind of turn around and walk back out. Yep. And uh, as, as a... Sadness is what that's called. Yeah. Sadness. Oh, oh. So I try moments. and make sure we have something for the vegan or the gluten-free people who... Because they, should, they shouldn't have to sacrifice flavor. And uh, so I did a strawberry cream cheese... Um, nothing square. Yeah. Just on a whim. Huh. And it turned out pretty good. Uh, I just kind of play. Yeah. I, I try and keep certain things in the case. Uh, or people will throw a fit. Like, keep the cinnamon rolls in. I keep the short red bars in the case. Try and keep the, the gluten-free fudge, uh, vegan fudge cupcakes in the case. And I have to keep these coffee cakes in. Because there's another one people will come in and go, do you have the coffee cake? And go, no, they go, never mind then. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty chill about my um, vanilla chai shortbread cookies. I've decided to Oh, the vanilla now. chai. <laughs> They're yours now. Okay. The vanilla yeah. chai. When I see them, yes. you know. Those cookies yeah. are delicious. Those are the best. I don't and buy them because, like, Nikki will just eat them, so. Yes. Yes, I will. So, I actually like those cookies, <laughs> but, you know, she know. sees me with yeah. it. It's getting snagged. I owe her, so. <laughs> I do I do rotate through the cookies. Like, I usually only have about four flavors out at a time because that's all the, the rack will hold. I keep telling but myself I, I'm going to try the oatmeal butterscotch, but I'm like, but the vanilla chai. Actually, the, we went through a phase where the oatmeal butterscotch was one of the best sellers. But it goes through phases. Like, huh. everybody wants one cookie. And then you're like, eh, actually, now we all want vanilla chai shortbread. Eh, now we all want the dark chocolate spicy. We do always sell out of chocolate chip. I, always. Always. They're really good. Always sell out of the chocolate chip. I'm not like a big chocolate chip fan, but I like your chocolate chips. Well, thank you. Do you make oatmeal raisin cookies? If I have to. So if I, like, order some, you're like... I, or is it is it a super pain? Because I see, like, the no. look of... 
begrudging. Like, absolutely. I've, like, I've done special orders for them. I don't usually keep them in stock because I don't like them. Oh. <laughs> I'm well, not... That sounds like a pain to make thing. You don't like <laughs> no. it. No. I, I usually do the oatmeal blueberry with the lemon glaze or I do the oatmeal butterscotch, but I can definitely do oatmeal raisin. I've done them for people before. I'm just not a raisin person. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, that doesn't mean I can't do them. It just means... I don't ex- get excited about them. <laughs> Fair, enough. Fair enough. That's one of my favorite cookies. It's my dad's favorite. Oh, good choice, yep. good choice. But if you don't like raisins, that's that's that would make it bad. See, my first real oatmeal raisin cookies were not like super quality. They were from this company called Tasty Cake. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Don't talk bad about Tasty Cake. What's wrong? <laughs> oh no, they can't hear you. She uh, said, "Don't talk bad about Tasty Cake." <laughs> I love those cookies. So Tasty Cake, which is a Philadelphia company. It's not anymore. It's like people can get it all over the place even though they're stale. So Tasty Cake originated in Philadelphia. Nikita is a Philadelphian at heart. Um, And I I grew up in Philadelphia. So, um, yeah, Tasty Cake is what I knew. And they had amazing... I love how you made that distinction. Like, Nikita is a Philadelphian at heart. But, uh, yeah, I grew up with them. Fuck that place. Oh, like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Tasty Cake introduced me to the world of oatmeal cookies, and I love them. I have, I don't really find any good oatmeal cookies. Like, I guess I'm throwing out a challenge here. But that's the reality. Like, most places I've had oatmeal cookies at, they're not. They're not good. Like, especially if you go to, like, Meyer. No disrespect, Meyer. I mean, everything else at Meyer is great. Um, hey, they can have them sue little old me, right? But everything else at Meyer is great, you know, but I don't care for their oatmeal cookies, so. Have you tried my oatmeal blueberry cookies? No. She's telling you upgrade your oatmeal, yo. I like my margarita. <laughs> I will try. Upgrade your oatmeal. Upgrade my oatmeal. <laughs> I can, hey, you special order them and I will make them. All right, we'll do. I do. I do the regular size cookies, or I do the giant ones, whichever you want. Whichever way you want to go. Do you have any questions? Since you're also you helping, co- your uh, not for me, <laughs> for Corinne. Do you have my my co-host, guest co-host today? Do you have any questions or any other thing you want to add? Because you're the marketing business person, so maybe there's some insights that you want to share. I feel like you just Oh, oh, did I just throw her on, on the bus? A great question. <laughs> I mean, she barely said anything in this whole podcast, right, Bob? Guys, guys, and others? I'm providing comic relief. That is fair. We when always laugh, need that. Everybody laughs because it's a goofy laugh. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Hey, Ryder, I'm saying your name wrong. Why am I not saying so many R's? I'm screwing it up. I want to say in Spanish, Ferrara, right? Yep, Ferrara. Okay, Ferrara. Almost like a car. Yep, I might change it actually to Ferrari. Oh, that'd be cool. Right. <laughs> Although your name is cool as it is, but I mean Ferrari. You know? Yeah, the current Ferrari. Yeah. Hey, why not? How can they find you? How can the people on the interwebs find you, order good stuff from you, know about you, contact you, all that good stuff? Well, right now. I don't have a website yet. That's it's okay. in the works. But we do have a Facebook page. What's Fit. the Facebook page? It's uh, Sugar Mama's Richmond I N. Okay. 
And that's our Instagram and our Facebook. It's the Sugar Mamas Richmond I am. Sugar Sugar Mamas Richmond I am. I N. I N. Okay, got it. The initials of Indiana. Indiana. That was my last question I had for you. How in the world did you come up with the name Sugar Mamas? That was actually Moises. Oh, yeah? In the depot. Yeah? Yeah, he came up with that name. How would you describe Moises for the people who have not met him? This wonderful character that he is. Very fun. Uh, Yes, I think that's fair. Very fun. He's a fun character. Yeah, I don't really have any other adjectives to use. You're, <laughs> yeah, you're a wordsmith. You got anything, uh, Nikita? Fun. Okay, we're we are in. We're in agreement. In agreement, unanimous agreement. To, that's probably the best word to describe it. So one day y'all are talking, it's just like you should name your company Sugar Mama. We actually like, had a poll yeah. going around. We were asking people what. Oh really? Yeah, what I remember we, that because Michelle asked me like, "What do you think of Sugar Mama's? And I always felt like I was on the spot, like <laughs> I was like, "It's great, Michelle." <laughs> it's so great. <sighs> I just wanted to speak. <laughs> there was, there was a few um, in the running, and that was what we, uh, what I settled, what I settled on with sugar mamas. I like it. I like it. Cause I'm a mama, and I, and I work with sugar. Yeah. There we go. Boom. All right, y'all. Well, this has been a blast. See you all on the other side of awesome. Thanks. Thank you.